Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting Prime, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez. And welcome back. Uh, I know it's been a while since I put an episode out. This is actually going to be that episode that I kind of discussed in the past where I have several drivers on, consisting of, in the order that they are on that I spoke with them, I have Ryo Connor, Sean Murtha, Brad Davis, and Edward Zapata. Um, this is originally supposed to be the um, round one of the Drift League kind of recap, so to speak, but uh, a lot has happened, unfortunately, like just with technical equipment and all that fun stuff. So we're back on track now. Um, just so everybody knows, I actually ordered uh, audio interface, which allows me to um, run my microphone into my computer directly and stuff like that so I can record stuff. As as I've said in the past, I kind of had like a separate recorder deal. Now it's kind of all inclusive. Um, but the one I ordered three weeks ago uh, was on back order and it was expected to be like two weeks. And then on Thursday, what is today? Today's the 23rd, I think. Yeah, on Thursday, the uh, 21st, I found out that they're back ordered until like through the end of August or something like that. So I did have to um, get a different one for now. So. I got one. We're good to go. We will be probably scheduling this week sometime to get more guests on. But as of right now, you do have this episode and I will try to get back to the weekly episodes or as many as possible, whatever happens. Um, a little update if anybody gives a crap on my car. Uh, engine is back in. I ordered the bell housing. I ordered the clutch. Clutch should be here this week sometime. Um, so that's getting closer to being done. I still got a lot of fab work I want to do inside the car to like clean everything up, um, putting, fixing the dash in there, and putting, you know, making a setup for nicer gauges and whatnot, um, just to make it comfortable in the car so I don't have to do it again next year. And uh, for those of you that don't know, my truck was stolen a couple weeks ago, so that also took some money from me. So kind of just didn't work out, and. Uh, but that's kind of getting all squared away now too. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. And I will have more episodes coming out. Uh, probably not Probably not this coming week, but the following for sure. Like, uh, what is that? The first week of June. I'm going to start scheduling people to get back on. And I do want to focus on getting a lot of companies that are working with Prom guys. I think it's going to be kind of harder right now to even get sponsorships because of COVID. <laughs> Uh, it is kind of is what it is. You know, people are kind of holding their money tight because they don't know how the economy is going to work out. So we will try to get some other people on here so they can talk about that stuff, too. But alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening. Hey, what is up, sir? <laughs> Not too much. Just getting stuff all put away. How are you doing? All right. Uh, let's get right into it, man. Uh, go ahead and introduce okay. yourself and what you drive. Um Go for it. Yeah, my name is uh, my name is Ryo Connor. I drive the um, very '80s MFR Enterprises 350Z for Top Drift. I'm from Northern California. And let's talk about what you did this weekend. Went to went to drift. I almost said Top Drift. I went to Drift League. You already it said Top cool, Drift man. first, man. Yeah, I know. This is a uh, this episode's gonna be. You're the first one I'm recording with, so I'm gonna kind of just keep them in order. Um, this episode. 
basically <laughs> going to be like a whole bunch of drivers that I can manage to get on. I don't want to have the show episode too, too long, but, you know, maybe yeah. like 15, 20 minute segments of everybody. Um, so if you want to go ahead and just tell us how it went, like what was your first impression of the Drift League? What was your impression of, you know, driving at Irwindale under the lights? Wait, you qualified, right? I qualified uh, 14th. Good. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, put it in the show, did a top 16, and uh, had a one more time battle against uh, Ash Redberg and uh, lost the one more time battle. So I got knocked out top 16. But Irwindale is a really cool facility. Uh, mm-hmm. A place I always wanted to drive. Very bucket list place for me. And, Definitely. Uh, like dry, just driving in, you get that, like, oh, dude, I'm doing something cool today. Like, I'm driving oh, Irwindale. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I had the super good energy. Did you, did you show up in an open trailer or an enclosed? I showed up in an enclosed trailer. Uh, it's about a four hundred mile drive for me to get down there. Okay, that's what I figured. Oh, I know yeah. you're from Northern enclosed California. Enclosed equals safer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I noticed that everybody had an enclosed tra- trailer at a pro am event. There were three open trailers out of the twenty four drivers that were there. I will tell you this: No one is playing games this year. Like everyone's coming no with a very high shit. level of car. It is like the game has changed, and it changed overnight. Yeah, that's that's why I had posted about it. Like it significantly has changed over the off season, where everybody's kind of like getting their shit together with their car. And then yeah. you know, it took it took people a, a few laps to like get it down, but once they did, <clears> like they were killing it. Yeah, my spotter and I were talking at open practice one. We always, I always like to ask him, like, okay, my best run, where does that put me in the qualifying? Like, as you see it, he's and he's pretty objective. He tries not to, you know, uh, try to feed me any ego chips or anything. So he's like, yeah, you're, you know, after practice one, you're kind of mid pack. We had a, a clogged fuel filter on the first run, and uh, thankfully Marcus got to like diagnose it and fix it in less than ten minutes. Got me back out on track. Like, didn't lose a whole lot of track time. Um, but we figured we were like mid pack after practice one, and then practice two came and everyone brought heat. <laughs> like, no the tandem shit. game, dude. I got hit in practice by John. Um, that was that was a thing. Like, it was just a racing incident. I missed a gear and he was he was uh, he was close. So we we had a little contact. Yep. But there were no there's no slouches this year at all. It is it is very serious. I feel like. I'm one of the lower horsepower cars and I've been talking to other drivers and it seems like we're all around the same horsepower. Um, there are some drivers that have definitely more than, uh, the rest of us, but I think 400 horsepower is almost a minimum at this point. Yeah, it, it, it is. Um, and I, like Schaefer was killing it and he's like at 380 unless he yeah. added power yeah. during the off season, which I'm not sure. I was I was talking to him and he told me he was at he was at 380. So I mean if he's spreading that around, I I would be inclined to believe him. His car is wicked fast. Yeah, it's set up really well though too. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's where like I missed the mark on my end. We um just didn't have the grip in the rear of the car. Like the car's really tight, and I think I need to fix that. Just loosen it up and let the let the coilovers do a little bit more of the work. Yeah. Um, what's your plan for the next round? And are, wait, are you even attending together. the next round? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, I signed on for four rounds. I didn't pay for all four up front or anything, but you know, I have committed to it. Um, I've budgeted for it and I'd like to compete in all four rounds and I'd, 
like to um, obviously improve as the season goes on. And like I didn't expect uh, to be 14th. It was kind of a disappointment, honestly, for me. It's not where I wanted to land. I don't think anyone goes to Irwindale and says, I want to finish, you know. 14th or better uh and i understand there's some drivers that didn't do as well but after you know i kind of dealt myself a bad set of cards after qualifying and you know but to answer your question yeah we're, we're going to be there for all four rounds everything in the schedule says i'm going to be there so i want to okay. compete and prove nice um what do you what change are you going to make to the car besides loosening it up or is that pretty much it are you that's pretty much it. I need to play a lot with the with the rear suspension of the car. Uh, we did rear mount radiator over the off season, and that really helped with the weight balance and the amount of grip. And I think that we need to we need to just free it up mm-hmm. and let the car kind of dig better. I was getting pulled on coming out of zones, like I would cut line to catch up, and then I would just get pulled on again. Like it, it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Um. What else do you just is it just suspension settings? Like are you gonna be changing suspension settings and actually testing that and you just gonna yeah, show Yeah, we didn't <laughs> <laughs> just unhook the sway bar and see if it gets better. Right, no, yeah. We didn't we didn't want to make any wild changes at the track because the uh, car and I have a pretty good relationship and I I tend to take a lot of um faults and blame on myself. So I was like, No, the car's fine, it's just me being weird. Like I'll get used to it. That was the first time I drove in three months. Uh, so there's there's that. But yeah, we're going to make some sway bar changes. We're going to make um, a bunch of alignment changes uh, and and see what helps and see what doesn't and kind of play around for a little while and, and just make it better, make it faster. You plan on going to – are you close to Sonoma for like to like attend the Wednesday night, the Wednesday night drift yeah. setup? Yeah, Sonoma drifts 40 minutes from my house. Okay. It is great to go and be able to test on Wednesday nights. Yeah, for, I was you know, gonna say. Bucks. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's forty five bucks, right? Yeah, I wish it was forty five dollars here. Yeah, I mean, and weekly too, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's probably. I think it's like even the little bi weekly one we have. I think it's like seventy five bucks, which isn't terrible. We're also in SoCal, so we pay for that. Yeah, yeah, well, we, we, yeah. Yeah. We're privileged to have Sonoma there at a reasonable price. Yeah. But back to back to Drift League, man, it is like let's talk about the fact that we shouldn't be calling it Pro Am. It's Pro Three at this point. You know, you can't call it Pro Three because it's a bit insulting. <laughs> to uh, it's a bit, the Pro Three thing to do is when you usually you know do some dumb shit. Uh, but oh, really? I, I see it. Is that, kinda... is that a term? I've never heard that. Jesus Christ! Seriously. I'm gonna have to add you to these groups in, yeah. on Facebook. Dude, put uh, me in put me in the group chats. Yeah, that's where they're at. Um <laughs> so, so uh shit, lost my train of thought, sorry. Sorry, pro three. Yes, pro three. Uh I I kinda see that maybe coming up. Um it just seems like everyone leveled up. Uh we're that's obviously still debatable because I'm still seeing a lot of like since I follow pretty much everyone, not everybody, uh like the majority of people like from around the country in different competing in different series. Uh, that's what it seems to be, especially like with the pro two shoot shootouts happening now. Yeah. Like it seems to be like everyone's like ready to, to set their car up to be, you know, kill and obviously be as reliable as possible. Cause I didn't see too many people have a whole lot of issues. There was, 
a constant amount of cars on the field in the field. Yeah, yeah, there was there was. I mean, everyone was pretty much ready. I didn't see too many mechanical failures. No, I think there's like one or two. Well, yeah. George K crashed unfortunately during his uh, qualifying run. Yeah, he crashed hard. Yeah, I know. I saw it. It was, it was not pretty. And you, no. you could like you, you felt it like when you heard the wall when you heard it hit the wall. It was like fuck. It's always a sickening thud. Yeah, and yeah, it is. It's like when you hit her baby's head hit a, hit the concrete. Um, it's, it's it's similar. It's like that's a baby. That's his baby. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, he crashed. And then you had a little tussle with uh, Schaefer, right? He gave you a little bump. Yeah, he gave me a little love tap. Uh, he's trying to make a sandwich. He, oh, with uh, some rye bread. With some rye bread. He uh. He was he was real close to me in practice too, and uh, I found sixth gear for the first time ever. I uh, was going from third to fourth on the big bank to try to stay high on the wall, so I wouldn't have to pull angle out. And I've never done this, but I went instead of putting it in fourth, I put it in sixth. So I tried clutch kicking four or five times to try to keep away because I could feel he was right there. So I was clutch kicking as much as I could to try to keep the RPMs up, and he just. This ran into me a little bit. No, I don't. He he got some body damage, and like one of the wheels is more black than it was before, and there's a little bit of body work. But I mean, a, a true racing incident where you know I, mistakes were made. I made a mistake, and and he was pretty close in practice. So you know, I, it was just fun though. It's it's one of those racing things, and that's that's okay. We we talked it out, and and uh, it was all good. That's good. Uh, where do yeah. you see yourself by the end of the season? You know, given that you've gotten your feet wet down here, um, and obviously you've seen who's who else is out here. You know, seems like everyone means business this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still I still have a goal of getting on the podium. I still have a goal of of trying to attain a license, okay. and I'm not going to shy away from that. Um, just continually want to improve. So need to keep going forward and then uh one thing i noticed this weekend uh not necessarily with you just multiple drivers uh line seems to be like a a big thing where people aren't like on the weren't necessarily on the correct line throughout you know the field during tandem or in practice just in practice tandem it got way better obviously everyone's warming up to it during during the day um you know there are a couple guys who just probably like six or seven maybe who were just on it the whole day you know in yeah. on the right line and stuff like that um you know and then there was the other half that weren't uh are you gonna be doing anything to to address that like maybe give yourself some obstacles when you go out and test again yeah it's, it's something that i kind of build up to um and i, I need to get better at being more adaptable of following the line from the get because like i said i hadn't driven in 90 days and we made some yeah. pretty drastic changes to the car so i wasn't gonna go out first run like if you saw my first run i saw it looks like i had no business being, exactly, <laughs> I I had saw no business being in a pro like that guy was running the low line super safe but by outer zone three you could tell i was way more comfortable yeah well especially it's, in your first so, lap it makes sense but you know yeah and it, i think like by the end of <laughs> by the end of practice too i was ready for qualifying oh definitely um, and then I zeroed my first qualifying run. But to answer your question, um, obstacles, no, it's, it's well, not really... Well, obstacles, but, like, 
Well, yeah, I guess for a certain, to a certain extent, it would be obstacles. You know, just setting yourself on a course and then making yourself, you know, go through uh, outer zone and into an inner clip and stuff like that. Just really focusing on, you know, tightening up your line and getting it correct. Like being able to adjust your card where you want it to go instead of just going through the course. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I got you. Um, Sonoma has K rails and we like to use them. Okay. So we're not, we're not shy with walls up here. Um, but we do like for me, like I said earlier, like, like we kind of built, like I'll build up to them to get out, to go fill the zone. And then when it's time for qualifying, I'll go and try to try to do my best, uh, to, to get right on the wall. Mm, okay. Cause there's only, you can play, you can only play with that so much before you get bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, but I'm excited, man. It was good to meet you finally in person. Uh, can't wait to see what you bring for the ne- the rest of the year. I oh, will. Cool. Uh, yeah, it was nice meeting you as well. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to bring some heat to you guys so we can finally see this uh, this SFG wraps NFR car on the on the podium be celebrating instead of loading up early. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the goal for everybody, I assume. But. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. Uh, if anybody wants to listen to your whole episode that I had you on, uh, I have to look and see which one it was. Let me check. Number fifty. See, you know that, and I don't, and now I feel like a jerk, and I'm on the wrong Instagram page right now. And you're probably right. Just yeah. <laughs> episode fifty. Yep. But alrighty, man. Thank you. You have a good night, sir. Cool. You as well. All see right. you, bud. Bye. Can you hear Hello? me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I can hear you. Sweet. But I have to like hold it up to my phone like I'm on or my ear like I'm on a phone call. Yeah, that's better. I had somebody just do that right now. Um Real quick. Let's get right into it. Uh your name, what you Boy, drive. Boy, you was there. I know, but uh, <laughs> This is for the podcast. Uh, my name is Sean Murtha. I drive the 11s S14, um, the most neutral colored car out there, and it's cool. Um, it is. It looks a lot cooler in person. I'm not just saying that because we're friends now. I actually do like delivery, so we'll go with that. Right. When you see the flake in the sun, you see there's a little more detail to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but... Ask away, my friend. Let's do it. So, how did your weekend go at the Drift League round one? Decent. Okay. It went decent. Um, I, you know, it wasn't. Obviously, you, um, you already know what I'm about to say, but it wasn't. It was an okay start. It wasn't the one I was hoping for. Um, being in the second battle, hitting the car in front of me. Uh, so. We takeaways though, as we did, I did learn a lot about the track. I saw it, it's a lot smaller in person than I originally intended and set the car up for. Okay. Uh, so we're kind of just now that I have it back. First, I have to, you know, make the necessary repairs and maintenance, and definitely change it up to kind of suit the the track a little better. Um, first time at Irwindale, it's a little looser than i expected um but you said they changed the layouts a lot so kind of keeping me on my toes 
Yeah, they do. Uh, I'm not. We. I don't know what the second one's gonna be. So we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I assume it's gonna be their little Atlantic layout, but we'll see. Yeah. Overall, I, w I would call the f the first event. Um, got some points on the board. Uh, would have liked a little more, but you know, it is what it is. And uh, the definitely, you know, like I said, learned what I didn't set up correctly and what needs to be changed and adjusted. So make those and keep pushing forward. Definitely helpful. Would you qualify at? So I think it was seventh. Okay. And then, um, uh, with with score of, I want to say it was I oh I don't even remember the score. I think I think it was seventy six or something. I think I think it was too. Uh, um, I don't remember. Yeah, sure. it was in the high seventies. I remember. I think I lost most of the. I think I lost a few points. The it was going into like outer zone four. I like cut it a little bit. Um. I mean, maybe that's not what they saw, but that's kind of my my self judge from the run. Yeah, you um, weren't on the wall as close as you could have been. But yeah, there was there was a few things that you know now we now we know. Yeah. Um, first battle was with Cam Cameron Crawford. Yeah, I think that's his, his name. Um, don't know too much about the car. It was clean, and I'm going to assume, I'm going to guess it was fast because I remember after the first run, you said you're going to have to follow close. Yes. Um, yes, but, I was your spotter. Yeah. Yes, he, but it was a good battle, and, you know, I saw some of the pictures, and we had a good time, and no one's cars got any damage from that one, so. <laughs> Right. It was fun. I really, I really enjoyed it. And then uh, second um, battle was against. Uh, Sean, I want to Sean Ellington, I think it is. Um, and that was he was a, a super fast, super clean 350Z, and me and you were watching him all all day, and he was he was number qualifier too, so he was yeah. he was cooking. Number two qualifier. Um, no, I think Javier Martinez was number two. No, he was number. He finished second. He was the. He was number one qualifier. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. I got it backwards. Uh. But yeah, he was. He was definitely looking fast and looking good out there. And. Uh. Oh my gosh, we we both sat on grid for about what felt like fifty minutes. Because <laughs> um, they kept putting battles before us. Yeah, I know. So I we just that. kept kind of staring at one another. <laughs> yeah, uh, that but, was, uh... you know, we went up and we did the run. And when we kind of ran down the start line to the first turn, we were pretty, pretty close bumper, you know, nose of my bumper to his back one. And we actually he took off a little bit. His, yeah. his car was was decently quick. Yeah, I'm confusing the battles. Um so when we entered, we I kind of shallowed the line a little bit to to get proximity to him, and then we went around the the second outer zone there, and we were heading into the third, and I was just cooking too much, and we 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 had contact, but um, yeah. 
that's drifting. We bounced off one another. We kind of pulled around, and then that found the damage to the wheel, and we we considered it kind of it'd be reckless to go on, you know. Yeah, all over a wheel hub. Um, all over a wheel hub, and there was. Yeah, it just it, there's some things that the, the risk doesn't equate to the reward. Correct. And I agree. Totaling my car at the first round of pro am is not how I wanted to. Definitely not. What ideal. could have been a total if we? Yeah, def, that would make a, a decent situation less ideal, I guess. But yeah, for sure, that was our second battle, and it kind of it ended the night a little earlier than I expected slash hoped uh, would happen, but. Like I said, sometimes you get, you know, not the, the best the best deal of cards, so to speak. But, you know, you, you take the lessons from it and you move on. Um, for sure. So we're, we're, I'm definitely excited for round two. We're going to stay in it and uh, just see what it brings. Uh, there, I noticed one thing i noticed um that i found interesting was i noticed the tire game stepped up a lot for a lot of teams um i kind of at least this is only my opinion i felt like there was a lot of in low 200 treadwear tires there which uh you know i'm not like trying to be like oh you, you you can't do that you can't do that but i'm noticing you know a lot of teams are are stepping it up in pro-am like it's becoming I don't want to. I don't want to say and sound even stupider, but it, it's almost becoming like a, a unglorified version of Pro Two. Yeah. Um. I mean, some of the cars we saw this weekend were were some pretty impressive builds and had some serious power behind them. Dude, they all were. As well as some ex Pro Two cars. Yeah. Yeah, George K. But yeah. Brad. Oh, that's right. Brad Davis's car. Yeah, that was cool to see. Um, so, yeah, the, the the game is getting a lot crazier, and so is the competition. But that was one thing, at least personally, that I noticed this weekend was p- the other teams are spending a lot more money on tires. Yeah, that, and it goes a long um, way. <laughs> it does. Um. um so, how did you like the uh, SoCal drift scene? Even though a lot of drivers I, were I from out of town was... this year. Um, I, I liked it. It was very, it was definitely very well organized. Um, you know, it was cool to kind of go through a, a legit tech. Um, you know, they found some issues with even our car and. You know, you kind of you as frustrating, frustrated, yeah, frustrating as it is to hear your card has some issues, and you know you have to fix some things after tech. You kind of you learn some lessons that could definitely better you as a driver. Uh, well, maybe not better you, but make you safer as a driver to continue you driving. Yeah, but um. So I, I would say the organizers of the event were very on top of their game. It was cool to have Justin Pollock and Jeff Jones as judges there, because uh, those dudes obviously 
definitely know what they're talking about. Um, as well, it was, it was cool to see Justin Pollock take his own car out to show the line. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was really cool and they really had their shit together and, you know, it, it really made, it took a very professional approach to drifting. It wasn't just like, all right, you're here, let's drink beer, get shit faced and like what happens, happens. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was very, and not saying that there's any, you know, other competitive series that are, are like that generally, but it's it's cool to see it taken as a, a, a serious motorsport. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely getting there. I think that's what like the whole goal of the drift league is to really get you prepared for the pro two, and it really showed this opening round. So, but um, yeah, was I a good spotter? You you were phenomenal. Oh um, yes, I'm gonna tell everybody on, that. You on, heard it here first, people. And we can't we. We we couldn't be in my, we were, sh- we were severely probably understaffed for that event. Um, oh, looking shit. around, I <laughs> yeah. mean, yeah, we had my dad who's basically an expert at like zip tying body panels together. Oh, he's great. That at only it. gets you so far. He's like use two, um, use two zip ties, not just one, Gerald. And I was like, all right, here, good point. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, I'm concerned about the structural integrity of this body. That's pretty much. But he, your dad's cool, dude. Um, he he is, but oh, uh, sometimes he can be a handful at the track sometimes. But he um, he's a dad. It was it was me, you, him, and yeah, he's a dad. It was me, you, him, and that was it. Uh, we really didn't have a lot of people. Um, but you know, you kind of definitely picked up the the slack there and allowed me to focus more on the driving than how it was in the morning when it was just me and him and it was like everything was ugh. hopefully next round we have we'll have a few more the my one good friend joe he he was on his honeymoon so i was on my own on this one yeah but that goes to show when you show up in a a well prepared car obviously it had the seatbelt issue and you had some other tech issues but when you show up in a you know a pretty well set up car like and a reliable car like this is what you can do with it and obviously you had the mishap with illington excuse me but it's it just goes to show how far a quality build will get you and even though i we're constantly talking about overbuilding like this i don't see your car as an overbuilt car you know, you don't have like a rear tube set up. You're still on a stock tank with a bigger fuel uh, fuel pump in it, and you're running an LS with what, like 430 horsepower. Yeah, it's not. It consider uh, back in the day when well, the car was finished in 2016. Uh, I can't. It's hard to. It's weird to say it's already four years old, but that was when. I remember I would drive around Club Lewis and people would yell Pro 2 car because in the day <laughs> that was like a, a Pro 2 car and yeah. now it's like a Pro-Am car and it's it's been old faithful. It's been really reliable. Um, but yeah, it's, that was the biggest testament is all, all the parts that were put into it. While, granted, while it's not the most uh, extravagant, if that's the right word, car out there, 
um, the, the the parts that we use were tried and true, and it works. Yeah, um, yeah I would love a tube rear, and honestly, we're, we're probably going to do that between now and round two, um, as well as fix things up and improve them, but it's just because the only reason we're doing that is not because we have to, it's because the... Well, I guess in a way we have to, but it, it's more... It's less of a one and more the competition is stepping up. So we, we kind of got to move along with it. Yeah. And I was talking to someone on uh, that um, that Facebook group Drift With Us about this today. It's really, at least I feel, the, the goal, how far you go in drifting, it, it can easily be answered with kind of goals that you set for yourself. And, you know, the reason I, we put so much money in parts and preventative maintenance and you know angle kits all this stuff in this car is because we we you look at the car at a certain point as not i'm throwing money at this thing but this is an investment towards my goal if that makes any sense yeah um and you know that's what i was glad that you saw the car showed it's and i knock on wood every time i say this i've said this like three or four times now um, I overbuilt the bottom end of that car and we've had, and I do, you know, oil changes every event, you know, there's no skimp out on maintenance at all. Spark plugs, probably every three or four. Mm-hmm. Those um, are cheap. <laughs> I've, what? They co- spark plugs cost less than the oil change. Well, that's true. What, what I'm trying to say is we, we just do this maintenance and we kind of go a little overboard, but this thing it has had, we've been going on. Uh, shit, last rebuild, now two years with no major mechanical issues, and really really because the last time it got rebuilt two years ago was more because I wanted to refresh it than anything. Like, it did not need to come out. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's been really tried and true, but there's some things we, um, that I just feel like are, they're not broken but it's time to kind of step the game up uh i did i i i heard a lot of dog box cars at pro-am which kind of surprised me i think every car on grid i heard clunk into gear instead of me just like pushing my cd09 gently into gear (laughs) but yeah there was a lot of the socal drift scene definitely uh they they kind of seem like they're taking it for real, and that's kind of cool to see. Yeah, there's a lot more of us around here, especially with it being so heavily populated. Um, yeah. But, alrighty, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, we'll chat the, more later, and I'll see you at round two, sir. I will. Thank you for having me, man. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Hello. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Am I supposed to be able to see you or no? Uh, Yeah, we could do that if that's the kind of party well, you want to have. It doesn't. It doesn't matter to me. It, it, going it's the same here. As long as the connection's good, we're good to go. Uh, sometimes with the uh, video stuff, it kind of like mm, ruins the quality sometimes. Like you see my shitbox behind me. Nice. Is that the uh, CTSV? <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, Kyle Stryker's old car. He's from. Nice. There. Yeah. I don't know if you know. I've him seen it. I've, I almost drove with him. I mean, like, he. I, I didn't drive with him, but I was. You're at the same day. I don't know. But we're the same day as the same man. I saw a thing. I saw a thing rip. It looked good. Yeah. So I I didn't realize that that was you when I met you. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. Last weekend. Yeah, I don't normally so. post my face all over the internet. I'm not one of those weirdos who takes selfies in the mirror and like, look at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, man, and what you drive. Okay. So <clears throat> my name is Brad Davis. I drive a S13, V8 F13. Uh, I used to drive a 2J powered IS300. And that thing just wasn't very reliable. And due to a bunch of factors. So I ended up buying uh, Dylan Hughes's old car and I've been loving it ever since. I've driven six events on it. And my most recent event was Drift League Pro-Am. Nice. And so how did you like the Drift League? Like what, tell me about it. Uh, I was actually really impressed. Uh, I was really impressed with the, how professional they are, the speed of the event. I feel a lot of times like, Nothing to take. I, I don't mean anything to take away from Evergreen. Um, I just think that they might. Evergreen does it as like a, we're having a good time. We're we're doing this fun event, and it yeah, it's a little serious, but it's mainly going to be fun. And Drift League definitely is like we're pro two. Like that's that's not that they are pro two, but they're like we're trying to do it as pro two as close as possible. Yeah, they're so trying to get you ready. This, yeah, and so the speed of the event was awesome. I, the one thing that was most notable to me was that I couldn't even get out of my car. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd get out for a second, have a swig of water, like unless there was a driver's meeting. And I was very fortunate because my car just ran beautifully the whole weekend, other than me hitting. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but in the Corvette, I like I hit him and it bent my suspension arms. The red one, right? Uh, it was a silver. A uh, silver one. Oh, that's uh, his name's Evan. I don't. Well, I can't remember his name on Instagram right now. Um, I was actually gonna but reach out he, to him too. He was he was pretty rad. He uh, he commented on on one of our posts, and then I was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry I hit you." Blah blah. And he was like, "No, I'm more worried more worried about your car." He's like, "I was even that worried about my car." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I just got a little too aggressive with it, and I'm still like a." a I consider myself a new driver. Uh, I've been driving for about five years, but because of a lot of um, inconsistencies in the cars that I drove, yeah, uh, I really didn't. I really don't have as much uh, serious seat time as I used or as I probably should. And so now it's I'm on a mission for that. I'm driving uh, Drift League. I'm driving Evergreen Green Drift, and then I'm try. I need to try and get into the pro two shootout in las vegas uh, so i'm trying to do 10 events over uh over the season so nice i'll be at the uh, pro two shootout for sure in my car uh, oh cool so what did you end up qualifying i qualified fifth with 77 uh, so did my buddy nate snyder he qualified sixth with a 77 it must have been style points or whatever uh, i'm pretty sure that's the deciding factor yeah uh, i was i was blown away when i like i was so excited dude Things i saw you clicking. all day on the phone like talking to, i don't know who you're talking to but you were just like uh, throughout Raz. the throughout the day you're like like your just your energy from driving this car it seemed like so high and you're like so stoked about what i can't believe i just fucking said that word so excited about what you were doing <laughs> that day um yeah and that was, was really cool to, to see Raz. Oh, so okay. one thing that screwed me up was that i forgot my chargers for my uh, for my uh, radios my race yeah. radios uh -huh. and so i had no i wasn't able to talk to anybody but raz 
<clears throat> my cousin would call him up between runs. I'd take my helmet off. He'd call him up on his phone, and then I would talk to him. Uh, I'm sure you're – I think it's – I'm terrible with his name. Snow White. Uh, Graz, Noir, yeah, Snow White Evo. Uh, yeah. And so he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, I saw and him. And so he was, he was giving me some advice and some pointers. And and if I would have had my radios, he would have told me not to push so hard against that Corvette. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't have hit him. <laughs> so, Did you like, battle that? It. Was that in a battle or was that just in practice? Yeah, that was top eight. Oh, okay. And obviously, you finished what again? Uh, fourth. What? Uh, Okay, so I remember watching it, and the guy who you're going against—I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now—he um, ended up going into the wall. How did? What was the determining factor for the, him to get the win? Uh, so it was lead runs. So what happened was that so there was a lot there was a lot going on. So you, I, I don't know on his side, but the videos I watched and everything. So I had a, over an inch of toe in on the right side, uh, which adds a lot of grip. I was on... And it's in the rear, correct? Yeah, rear. Right rear had an inch of toe in. So when you would initiate on the bank, um, a lot of times you'd notice it like that battle. uh, I was off the wall further than I was in previous runs because Mm -hmm. what we did was that we ran out of mounted tires. Yeah, I remember that. And so I borrowed, or I didn't borrow, I used my extra fronts, which are... 235, 40, 18, uh, 1, 2, 3s's, which actually have a shit ton of grip, especially because they're a 40 series sidewall, so they have a ton of, of grip. And when I like flipped it in and it had an inch of toe in, and then the guys tried to compensate for them being smaller, which we really didn't need to. Yeah. They tried to compensate for me smaller, so they aired me down. So when I flipped it in, I was like probably five, five or more feet off the bank than I was before. So I was really far off the bank and i think he just put it in nicer on the bank uh, but i also on my lead or my chase i put a great chase down all the way to the last corner before you would go back onto the other bank mm-hmm. and there was a slick spot there and as i flicked it or it i flicked it so my left or my or my right rear was you know the lead it, so it was, it was, you know, it's a left hand, it's a left hander. So when I transitioned and I got on throttle, as far as I could tell, the I was still mostly on the slick spot, except for a whole lot of grip. So, and if you have that car set up, so if you you can overpower the front end if you don't, you know, like you're transitioning and stuff. You have any kind of slick in the in when it's wet out, mm-hmm. uh, I can just drive the. I can just push the front end wherever I want because there's a lot of grip in the rear, especially with the one, two, threes. And so I pushed, it pushed, and I ended up just understeering and straightening out. So that was my chase. So I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm screwed, but I'm going to give it everything I have. So I put on a great lead. The next one, well, the I saw that he was really wide. Like, I was really tight on the bank, and he was wider, so he didn't really, like, follow me. He kind of was following the the track and then when he came in he was awkward compared to where i was so it looked like from the video i saw it looked like he straightened out a little bit uh, about halfway through the course and then at the end i think he did something similar to what i did he like understeered in some kind of way and then swung wide and then went and then just went up against the wall yeah at the end so he 
just drug the whole right side of his car, as far as I could tell, against the wall. And so they just decided that he had a better lead, and that's it. So kind of a bummer. I was, if I didn't understeer, even though, like, you know, if if I didn't straighten up, I would have been, I would have probably, I would have gotten at least third. But I also, um, on my, the car was just really weird because it had a lot of grip, and then it would do some weird things because of the right rear suspensions all twisted. It had like a bunch of positive camber and probably at least an inch of toe on the right. So it was, it was weird. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, so you really like the drift league scene down here, huh? It's, uh, they're definitely trying to get everybody ready for uh, pro two. At least that's the goal. Uh, yeah, definitely. And it's it's interesting because the rules, you know, they're um, arguably more strict than even pro is because my car passed tech and in pro and there are things that never changed that they said, okay, we don't like the way your seatbelt's mounted. (laughs) Yeah, that was for uh, everybody. Certain things I was like, dude, I was like, this is how it was before. So I need to like now that it's home, I need to. change the center strap like i need to permanently change the center strap we like used fender washers and stuff to do it uh, yeah. which i didn't really like but no it's that's not the greatest fine type. i was like it worked yeah, for the day of, but yeah yeah for sure so we're gonna weld in some plates and change it and then also my right hip they didn't like how far back that was mounted uh my fire extinguisher apparently uh my buddy Ben White, uh, you met Ben White. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he drives an IS300. Uh, he actually is going to be driving my old IS300 chassis this next year. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, but we looked at the fire extinguisher and thought it was good, and it turns out it wasn't. Oh, but shit. it, it had pressure. It had, it pos- it was fine for pressure. It just was out of uh, date. Out of date. So it was just kind of a bummer. Uh, but they were like, "Tell you what, we'll just let you run it today. Just make sure the next time you come back." So I'll be back. I'm excited. I've got three events up here between now and the next Drift League. So you guys are going to see a whole new, like, me being really comfortable in the car chasing. I hope so, man. Uh, I'm Not excited. that you did bad, but but I, I also saw, like, you worked up, like, in the car th- throughout the day. Like, you didn't go out there and just shred, like, the best line when, you know, your first run or even your second. But you worked, obviously, you got to fourth place. Like, that's that says a lot especially to go through from where you went from your first run to, you know, run, getting all the way to fourth place. Um, what's crazy is not to, sorry, not to cut you off. What's crazy is that that's my best finish in pro-am dude. That's in a car awesome. that I've never driven or never competed before. Yeah. And in, at a track I've never driven. And after driving, uh, it took me two days to get down there. I mounted tires and ran around a bit on Friday mm-hmm. and, then I compete on Saturday, and and it's pretty wild because my car in the past was just very inconsistent, yeah. and either like I didn't get enough seat time in it, and so I would make a stupid mistake, or that um, the car would just make a mistake, like the, something would happen with the car, and then I w- it would put me out. So it's it was pretty wild. I was I was buzzing. I'm still buzzing from it. I'm excited. I'm excited to do it again and and drive more and. Yeah, definitely. I wonder with your um, your fire extinguisher, 
Okay, so like the company I work for, they uh, they certify fire extinguishers. <laughs> I wonder if that's something you can do, or do you actually have to like buy a brand new one, or if you can get, you can get them recertified. Okay, that's. I'm I'm positive you can get recertified. It's a Sparco. You can I know you can recertify fire extinguishers. So I just need to find out where I need to go through that and to get that do done. Yeah, that's what I was kind of worrying about because like the company I work for, they do. Uh, fire extinguishers as well and i asked for one the other day and within like 10 minutes they gave me one nice they're like here there you go i was like oh shit cool now i have one for the garage in case i burn some shit up um, yeah it's always good to have one so what's your plan man what are you gonna do what, what's the what's the plan for round two well just the same i mean i i i've really decided that this year i'm going to i'm not going to try and be worried about setup with the car i'm just trying to get it so it's has kind of the same alignment same everything and just show up and drive and learn, uh, and learn to drive that car on yeah that setup. Just, okay yeah and so i have fortunately i'm i was able to source like i have full spare wise fab full like front and rear i have full spare coilovers and all that stuff so i um so like the car will be ready to go next week to oh, drive again. Nice. So did you make any changes throughout the day? Um, besides, or did uh, that, did your little tire pressure, wait, so your alignment miss issue was from your top eight battle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It would that have been makes... totally fine. It was yeah, okay, it that makes... great. And except for I smacked the guy in front of me, like I, we went sandwiched side by side. I, no, I, remember. I came in, I was like, Oh shit, I'm coming too hot. And I tried to like scrub a bunch of speed and, and it just, and I just pushed him off the track. Like as he slowed down to come in, I tried to slow down even faster, and I just like bumped him off the track. And a lot of people thought that I uh, that he just went off track, and it was it was that I bumped him. Yeah, off it track. was it was a little difficult to see that. Um, I remember I saw that when you guys did hit. Uh, it we weren't sure until you guys pulled in, and then we saw that you both uh, made a little bit of contact. Actually, one thing I want to bring up. Is your, excuse me, your top sixteen battle, and uh, oh, the he changed tire pressure. <laughs> yes, right next In to the me too. Of it. Yeah, and then so uh, it was uh, he pulled up right next to me, and we were parked right next to you guys, like in the hot pits. Mm-hmm. And he pulls up, and he's like, "Drop my tire pressure," and I just turned around. I was like, "Who the fuck said that?" And then I was like, oh, shit. I was like, he's not really doing that, is he? And then Ben came over. He's like, did he just fucking change tire pressure? I was like, yeah, he did. <laughs> he goes, and his car was the... faster. Was it? His car, his car was faster the second run. Cause, oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's right. I looked at, I watched the videos. I watched the videos, and, and it was like, and he gapped me off the start. And because it was a very awkward start, mm-hmm. and I was, I was still trying to get for one, I showed up and I'm just trying to get good lead runs, you know. And then I was ta- my tandem practice, pretty much all my tandem practice was with Nate Snyder, uh, just because I know he's a consistent driver. I was just trying to get. We were both starting to get comfortable with it, and so we were just going yeah. back and forth, and it was kind of made sense. And so, <clears throat> but then he gapped that. I, I apologize, I forgot his name, but he pulls off and just gaps me, and then I'm like, oh shit, like. And so I did everything I could to like try and catch up with him. But I was also kind of driving the course because I was just kind of uncomfortable at that point with like chasing at the track. Like I'm still just trying to get, get comfortable with all this. Yeah. And so I watched the video. Some, my cousin's like, 
he was fitting for me. He's like, do you want to see the video? And I was like, sure, why not? And I was like, wow, that was terrible. I was like, holy shit, I can do way better than that. And so I just, my next run against that Corvette, I just went, I went hard. And then my, uh, and then like my last chase against, uh, I can't remember his name is that has a drift. He works for Matt field. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I can't remember his name either. I friend. should write people's names down before this so we can talk about it. But he's a nice, nice dude. Uh, he, sorry. <coughs> so he, uh, so my chasing was pretty good. I was like right there with him. Uh, I mean, I always could be better. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not by any means like really good at chasing, but I'll get better this year. And uh, it, it's it's good. I'm excited for the next next month, the fifth of April is our pro-am and i'm so comfortable with that track i think it'll be able to i'll be able to just really throw down some good chase because it's it's oh, i'm not learning the track and and what people are doing and everything all at once yeah but definitely good to see you out there uh we're definitely gonna have to set it, you up to have your own episode on here and then you also have a bit of a podcast as well don't you uh yeah ben and i uh we do uh we call it Northwest Driftcast. It's not very. It's whatever. Um, have we like haven't been doing episodes. it very much. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, we had like we had a bunch, and then they all somehow we had a technical difficulty, and they all disappeared. Bummer. And we don't know what happened. And so Ben and I were talking about doing like a podcast for um, talking about this event. Uh, we also could coordinate something with you if you were interested uh, with doing like a. Cross, podcast cross and, yeah just kind of yeah, i'm down because Let's do it ben and i are too busy to do like our own podcast to keep it up it's hard to keep it up going like i'm sure you know you like try and get consistent like guests and everything and so i'd almost rather just ben and i just like be a guest on yours and we can just do a whole episode yeah let's do that uh we'll set something up i gotta double check the schedule i think this this episode right here is for the week of not this one today's march 10th it won't come out until next week i just released okay. an episode tonight with the guy with max crocker of the nd drift series the pro 2 shootout oh cool um so you listen to that if you're interested um but yeah we'll yeah. set something up uh i think i might have one open weekend somewhere in march so we could set something up if not we can do april for sure yeah uh let me know because that would be fun yeah, for sure, man. Uh, but thank you again for coming on. Best of luck for you for the rest of the season. And you have a good night, sir. Yeah, thanks. You too. All right, man. Bye. Bye. What is up, sir? How are you? Uh, kind of tired. Worked a, worked a long-ass day yesterday. Oh, at least you're still What's working, up, man. At least you're essential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like overtime, double overtime. So I was like, screw it. Might as well just go in. It wasn't... Supposed to be at the track this weekend, but with that canceled, we your muzzle just go to work. Ain't nothing else to do. Yep, make some money while it's, while you can, cause uh, dude, so many of my friends are getting laid off left left and right. Yeah. So it's like it's only a matter of time before it hits me. I'm sure. Um. But anyways, moving on. Uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself real quick, sir? I can hear myself, by the way, real bad. Really? Yeah. I wonder if it's because I'm sitting by a wall. How about now? Uh, yeah, a little bit. It comes here. It comes and goes. You don't have headphones? Ah, oh, shoot! Hold on. Hit the wrong button. 
Yeah, let me switch to headphones real quick. Give me a sec. Okay. I deleted those uh, those reverse lights like you had mentioned to get more airflow out of the trunk. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'm in the middle of it right now. Well, is that better? Yeah. No, I don't hear myself at all. Yeah, because I got the headphones on. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I just echoing. <clears throat> all right. So if you want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself real quick and what you drive and where you drive, and we'll go from there. Yeah, this is uh, Edward Sabata. I drive the 2001 Mustang Bullet in the Drift League at Irwindale Speedway in Southern California. Alrighty, and then the drift. This episode is weeks old. It was supposed to come out like two weeks ago, but my recorder took a shit, so it's coming <laughs> out late. Uh, but it's still coming. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I thought you would because of the coronavirus. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, just what the? F- it's not going to stop me from staying home and recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I haven't heard much from, from Gerald's podcast. <laughs> no, it was just one week. Jesus. I know everybody like hit me up about it too. I had like three or four messages like, Hey, did you stop? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, not that bad yet. Uh, no. So let's talk about your day and how it went at the drift league. And uh, I know it's um, been a while, so you're going to have to probably refresh even your own memory. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of a little refresher. I, I guess leading up to it was the harder part. Um, leading up to it, dude, I was doing everything so last minute. It was just not the ideal way, but um, I almost didn't go, and I decided, ah, you know, just push through, and we were able to make it. So well, luckily that night I was able to to get some sleep <laughs> yeah it's not easy it's pretty much the first weekend of march oh yeah i agree you know what was it march 8th that the competition was on and march 7th and then uh oh, they released the rule book what was it what was the rule book released was it it's first like week Janu- of February? like january 29th <laughs> maybe oh, the first geez. probably a month probably yeah probably the first week of february i think probably officially we just kind of had like uh like a hey, a heads up, new rule books coming. <laughs> yeah, which by by the way, speaking of the new rule book, um, driving with the Hans device was a very different experience. I get its safety, but goddamn, I did not like it. <laughs> oh really? He's probably got to get used to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, getting used to it, but even getting strapped up in and all that, which you know I'll get into a little bit later in this episode. Um, but yeah, so we ended up making it. Um, I was, I was just stressed out from all week, all the work and sleepless nights and get, I actually got some decent sleep the night before, but, uh, I forgot to get fuel the night before a couple things I pushed off. So like by the time the morning came, I was like, Hey, we gotta get fuel. We gotta do this. Ran a bunch of errands before we got to the track, which normally I don't like to do, but we did it. Um, get there kind of took our time unloading cause I was just really not. I just wasn't really feeling it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I took our time unloading, getting everything set up, and then uh, took the car to tech, and I was unfortunately the last one in tech, which at the one was, I was like, technically I wasn't last, but during the driver's meeting, um, there was like one or two other cars, I think, that unloaded that were able to jump in front of me because we were in the driver's meeting. Yeah. So my guy was holding down the fort at our trailer setting up, and nobody was able to push my car up, so... Um, when I came back from the driver's meeting, um, I had 
there was like a note left on my car saying there was a bunch of stuff that needs addressing to pass tech. And I'm like, what the heck? This is not right. So I went and talked to uh, Mike and Nikita. And I guess also uh, Rathina's boyfriend, Mark, was the one that kind of looked at it. And basically they were saying my seat's unbolted. Like, yeah, look at this, it's loose. I'm like, dude, that's not loose. It just has that much flex. And, you know, I told me, I know I don't like it, but I mean, they kept swearing that it wasn't bolted to the floorboard. Mm-hmm. It was a sparkle bracket. I have is, um, it has two mounting holes per corner. So I used the further up mounting holes to mount the seat further back. And it was just a nightmare, dude. Like I hear practice going on and we're dicking with my car. So we ended up pulling the seat out and, you know, they're looking under the car and I'm showing them, dude, it's just the way it is. And yeah, for these, you know, Mustangs, the floorboard, the two rear mounting holes are really, the floorboard's like really weak there. Mm-hmm. So it flexes, the seat was flexing a ton. Like it was a lot. And you remember my, remember my videos I posted of the seat flexing? Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So everybody's like, what? That's a Sparco seat. It's like, no, nah, it's, it's the floorboard. Oh, that's so, fancy. So anybody that has a Mustang would, uh, check your floorboard on that. Um, but we figured out a solution. It, you know, they give me an exemption for the round, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna actually that before the next round. I actually figured out an easy solution while we we're there. Which so was? we got um, the way my Sparco brackets are bolted up. There's some um, a couple holes that hang off the back a little bit, and they said just uh, Mike Kojima is like just add a bar across right here and bolt it down, so it'll have like six mounting points now for mm-hmm. the actual seat to the the side mounts to the bracket, uh-huh. you know, to the chassis. And he was saying, you know, once he said, that, I was like, Oh, that makes sense. Cause it'll keep, it'll put, it'll help eliminate the flex on the two back bolts. Cause now those bolts will be middle bolts now instead of back bolts. And this bar will be tied more into the drive shaft tunnel and the side. Like, um, it's not really a floorboard. It's like the side of the inside. <laughs> it's all sturdy stuff on the side. So it was like, that totally makes sense. So we passed on that. Um, you know, we didn't have the fire suppression, which wasn't a big deal at the top of this round, which I had. I just didn't have time to install it. Oh, that's right. I remember you uh, had it on your uh, your top of your car when I went by. <laughs> yeah. Never got around to installing it because it's just not enough time. Um, kill switch passed tech. So that was good. I was happy about that. Um, and that was it. So I went to, went straight up to the, uh, back to my trailer mm-hmm. and I was just going to gather my stuff up so I can go drive, you know, practice was already rolling for a while and we get, I park and then my buddies, my only one crew member that I had for the whole day, he's, uh, checking the tires and he says, Hey, that one of the rear tires is leaking. And I'm like, what the heck? It's leaking. And it turns out one of my rear tires was leaking from the sidewall. No, not the sidewall, the, the mounting, um, the bead. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great, you know. And, and what I did is I had them air the tires down. We aired them down to like 18 PS, I think it was 17 or 18 PSI. Mm-hmm. So it started leaking, you know, right there, just that one. But it was like, what the heck? So we aired it up, put up to like 25, 26. And then we, I told them to bring it down to 20 and see what happens. We did it. And it was fine. It held up. But it was just like, one thing after another and then at this point i hadn't hadn't really eaten i think all i had no did i eat i don't even remember <laughs> it's so long ago but i was like feeling kind of like nauseous and i was just i was just not feeling it but i was like whatever let's just go out there so by the time we made it out to practice i got one lap 
which was kind of like a filler lap wasn't you know because i didn't really get to i didn't even get to walk the course or really see the course in person so it was kind of just drive out there and get in line and mm-hmm. then make your make your run and so by the time i was done you know after i ran my run i went and got in line again and as i was coming up to the line uh jeffrey lee was out on track and he uh, broke down like on the last section and they were like i was looking at his watch and he's like yeah you're gonna be the last one i'm all right cool and so then they realized, I guess, Jeffrey Lee's car had to be towed off. So they say, oh, by the time we get someone out here, blah, 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 you know, like, dude, I need this one run. Like, just please let me get this run. And they were, they couldn't, unfortunately. And I was just, I was pretty mad. I was, I was definitely not happy about it because there was something that happened before that. I'm not going to get into because I talked to the organizers about it. And um, so anyways, I, I went back to the pits and it was just kind of frustrating because we got one lap in and basically missed the whole practice session, which is something I don't really do. You know, usually I show up to an event, I'm prepared, everything goes well. Yeah. You know, at least have the chance to put in seat time, but I was, I showed up and things didn't go well. So, you know, getting held back in tech, you know, that whole practice session really killed it. So, um, you know, I think we went out there for the next session and then, um, the next session I was able to get a lot of seat time, which was great. Um, I still feel if I would have got more seat time in the first session, it would have been even better. Cause I feel like he's still kind of filling the car out kind of with this setup. Yeah. But also the other thing too, the, I was having another problem that I don't think anybody knows about, but my tires, I, I actually was dealing with this problem at Willow the, you know, the weekend before, but I have adjustable stops to stop the angle and I seem to get it just about right at Willow, but for some reason we were at this track. It's like it was happening again. What happened was the tire was rubbing the was rubbing on the inside. Oh shit! You know at angle. Yeah. So you know it's like like I your know. foot breaking and you're essentially, you know what that is, right? Yeah, that's why I kept spinning out last year. Remember? <laughs> yeah. So so every time I spun out, that's what happened. I would throw it. And I was basically just I had to keep the wheel off a of lock, like keep it close to lock, but not full lock. Because uh-huh. if I went full lock, the thing the thing would start slowing down and it over rotate. Yep. So that was that was another frustrating thing that I was kind of like, fuck, dude, I should have had time to address this, and I didn't. But the thing is, you know, when I went to test at Willow, it was a problem at Willow, and what I did was I kept I kept painting the area so I can see if it was rubbing. And I kept adjusting the stops out like as far, you know, basically until it stopped. And then I was, okay, cool. But I think maybe at Willow, maybe the entry, the way, maybe we weren't carrying enough speed. Maybe that's why it was happening at Irwindale. And at Irwindale, I, did, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to drive around it. I'm not trying to to play with the adjustment on this right now because there was, wasn't really any time. And I didn't want to make an adjustment and take out too much and not have it if I needed it. So I was just, you know what? Just you're driving around it. Just do what you can. So it was, it's hard to focus on that and try to focus on my lines. And, and toward the end of practice, I felt like I was kind of more like the first part of practice was just get through the course. And yeah. then, you know, tandems were pretty cool. T- but then toward the second part of practice, I was like, okay, now that I'm kind of getting used to driving, you know, f- basically fighting the wheel to try to keep it off lock. Now it's like, all right, let's try to like hit our marks. But it was still kind of hard because it's like, it's like as soon as I, I forgot about it, it's like, if it started going and my car doesn't have any, um, the steering's definitely different on it. It doesn't, doesn't really return like other cars. Mm-hmm. So it's, you're literally just 
wheeling it around. But I was getting getting used to this, getting comfortable. And um yeah, so that was my problem. I was dealing with that. And then the hard part was having one crew member. So when I'd go back to the pits every time, the hot pits, uh, you know, it was just my one my one crew guy fueling the car and um uh doing tires. I, I got out I think a few times to help him fuel, but it was just it was such a pain in the ass to get out of the car and get in the car with all the gear. You know, the the Hans device adds one more thing. It's like basically getting in, my, yeah. getting in and out of my car. Yeah, because, you know, you get in your car, for me, and I guarantee for most people, the same thing. They have their, um, you know, your six-point uh, six harness. Um, you have your, uh, what are they called, uh, arm restraints. Mm-hmm. So you add the arm restraints, your helmet. My helmet has a radio plug that goes to my radio, so I plug that in. My cool suit, plug in my cool suit. <laughs> I mean, then you add the Hans device, and it's just a whole bunch of other stuff, you know? So now I'm like, there's like, it's a ton of shit to get in and out of the car with all that stuff. Um, so what happened was first qualifying run, you know, I, I kind of paid attention to what they were saying when they gave us a qualifying list, but I guess maybe I got some names and cars mixed up and, you know, I was kind of relaxing out there and, you know, I figured, you know, what? usually when they come up, They'll, they'll usually come up to, hey, you're you're going to be in like three or four cars. You know, you're, you're coming up. At least that's the way it was before. This time I was, you know, chilling and the car I had in mind that I was after was still kind of in the pit. So I'm like, okay. And then Nikita comes up and is like, hey, you're next. You're after that car that's up there. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I thought I was after this guy. I'm like, no, you're after this guy. And there was uh, Sean. Okay. Oh, okay. One event. I was after him, I guess. So I was like, what the fuck? So, you know, I'm sitting outside of my car in my suit. So I had to jump in my car, hook up my harnesses. And, of course, when you're rushing, everything's just like, nope, everything's fighting you. And, like, I didn't even hook up my cool suit, didn't even hook up my radio. Um, I was having a hard time with the armor chains. My crew member had to help me. <laughs> well, you know, and then I thought I got the the Hans hooked up, right? So I'm like, I was like, I'll hook that up as I'm driving over there. So as I'm driving over, you know, the whole time he's right there looking at me like, you need to hurry up. You need to go now. You're going to forfeit your run. And I'm like, just rushing. Like, I'm like, dude, this is fucking bullshit. So I finally get to the line and I snapped in one Hans, but the other one I thought I snapped in and I didn't even snap it in. Oh, shit. Which I was kind of like, yeah, you know? So I'm like, so that is something I do want to bring up to them because I get it. You know, but at the same time, you should make sure that, hey, give the guy his time so he hooks up to his safety equipment properly because, I mean, that could have been a disaster, you know? Um, so, anyways, I get to the line and I'm just, my head's just going like everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? And I went and I, I just remembered, you know, uh, my wife, who's my spotter, was telling me, you know, try to get closer to that wall because that's, I'm initiating early, which I was all day. So I just like, fuck, I was going to go in there and throw it in. And I did that. And I, you know, with all that shit going on, I for, forgot about my tires rubbing, you know, in the front. So I threw it in there hard. And then it like it started rubbing and then it just boom over rotated. I'm like, fuck, I threw my first run away. So that sucked. Um, so that was pretty damn frustrating. Uh, went back, kind of just cooled off and just stayed in the car. I didn't even get out of the car. I was just like, I'm not getting out. I was going to sit here and wait till I have to go again. So um, next run, I actually, you know, went up there kind of more of a straight head, everything hooked up, everything properly hooked up and stuff. Um, 
first run, the qualifying run, I, I felt it was like my best run of the day. Mm-hmm. But when I saw, well, let me let me run it through through my eyes. I I felt like I threw it in deeper than I had been all day. Wasn't on the wall, but I feel like I was. To me, it felt like I was maybe five feet off the wall. I'm not not really sure. Um, I think I think I felt like I had hit the first outer zone. Um, and I I know I made some mistake. The middle area of the track was killing me all day. Like that was like my my weakest point of driving i guess you can say mm-hmm. um so when i went through there i felt like i kind of cleaned up one area i cleaned up the beginning the middle was still kind of iffy and the the last portion of the track was you know felt like my best part my funnest most fun part so when we got our qualifying score i think we got a 40 i don't know it was like a 43 or 45 i don't remember which I was like, that might be enough to get us in. I wasn't 100% sure, but I was, I was kind of like, you know, hopefully we get in. But if if not, it's like with everything that happened, it's like whatever it is, what it is. Because it was just a nightmare up to that point. Um, so I went and obviously we went to the driver's meeting. I didn't qualify. I want to say I missed it by like two spots. I think Carlos Carlos was the, was the guy in front of me who didn't qualify, and then I think I was right behind him, who, who missed basically top 16. So I think I think I was 18th from what I was hearing when I was hearing the scores and everything. But, um, so yeah, we missed it by, like, two spots, which was kind of frustrating because, like, I felt like my first run was a throwaway. Just, you know, I wasn't able to kind of sit in there and do what I had been doing. Um, you know, I felt like if I would have had that one qualified run, I, I really felt like we could have cleaned it up for the for the second run better or you know maybe the first one might have been better i mean i honestly don't know but i felt like we could have got a, a higher score what did you I just felt like it was i think it was 18th oh shit okay yeah so not i think like, so we missed it by spots no 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 i did last thing close <laughs> <Thankfully>. enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'll get what what a, a a one one or two points a courtesy point or something they do <laughs> It's like if we're showing up and putting up a score, they give you like a point or two, I think it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that uh, it was it was frustrating. Like I was kind of disappointed, but I also was kind of like I didn't really do well because, you know, I kind of got my practice got killed, um, which kind of sucked, you know, and it's not and I'm not blaming tech because they have a job to do. Yeah, but it just sucked the way, the way it happened. And it's like you know, stupid Mustang floorboard kind of screwed that up. <laughs> uh, what else do you have to fix before for tech before round two? Cause you have plenty so of time. Just the, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the seat obviously having all that movement. So mounting a, 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 a fifth and sixth mounting point, which we're going to just weld the bar across. Um, that'll fix the seat, obviously the fire suppression and that's it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I got a couple other things I need to do to the car, but nothing. I still got to install that shifter. Oh, and that was the other thing too, the shifter. Fuck, dude, that fucked up my day too. I haven't installed the S1 shifter yet. And I think I was, uh, during practice, I had um, Cameron uh, chasing me in the 240. Uh-huh. And I, it was the first, uh, first time we went to go tandem. I was leading, he was chasing. And I shifted. I went first, second, um, and then went to throw a third, and it went in the first. So like it happened. I was like, "What the fuck?" 
So I, I fixed it real quick, threw it back in the second, went back into third, but actually went in the first again. So I was just like pulled off the track after that. I'm like, dude, this dude, like I was really surprised he didn't rear end me because it was like, it felt like a hard brake check. It's like when, you know, when you do that. So <laughs> I was like, so we actually got back in line and we're, you know, he lined up with me again. And, you know, I was like telling him like, hey, dude, I misshifted my bad. And uh, yeah, you know, we had a, we had, we had a pretty fun tandem run. Um, but yeah, I, I, this time was better because I felt like I got to get a lot more tandem runs in with drivers. You know, a lot of different drivers I've never driven with before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt more confident this time than the last, you know, last year's, um, you know, as far as driving with some of these guys. And, you know, just it was actually probably the most fun part of the event was driving tandem with, with a lot of these guys um, practice wise. Um, I I got a lot of footage sent to me and stuff like um tandem wise but nothing of me leading which was kind of disappointing or no i'm sorry uh following because i know i chased a few cars and there was there was one guy that i chased felt like i chased pretty good uh it looked pretty good and uh i was like dude somebody had to get that on video nobody did nobody even got really any pictures which is kind of like damn (laughs) so all my videos i have are just me leading which is it's cool i guess (laughs) yeah i wanted some chase that too no one got did you get any photos or anything yeah yeah i got a lot of photos um but no chase photos that's the thing bummer uh, yeah dude which i was kind of like i know i i did a few i did more lead runs and chase runs but i figured i did enough lead run or chase runs to you know for somebody to get something and then one of the photographers actually posted some photos of brad davis he was one of the guys i i chased it was the s13 and in the photo you could see me in the back kind of like kind of like like you can barely see me like because of the angle and mm-hmm. i was like oh that's like the only photo i found with me chasing somebody <laughs> and it's not a very good one because it's more focused on on brad's car <laughs> but yeah so that's the kind of thing but um yeah the, the other thing too this event you know i was on the mile stars this time um that was definitely different and uh for the for the better i'm gonna say too Oh, good. Um, really? They definitely last, dude. Those tires last a long time, even on my 700 horsepower car. <laughs> and then, not to sound like an asshole, because I'm not <laughs> not trying to be, but because <laughs> you weren't driving as well as I've seen you drive before, like with a lot of smoke. Um, you think that had anything to do with it, or are they just were you just able to keep them lasting longer since they got a lot of cool down time in between runs as well? Um. I don't know. I I just think they last long because, I mean, here, here's the thing. I went and tested at Willow. And when I went to go test at Willow, I was testing those, and I was testing the Achilles ATR Sport 2s, which everyone was like, don't use any of those tires. They're all going to chunk, blah, 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 especially on your car. I didn't care. I took them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, both tires performed really well. I got I got about four, four like full laps on balcony, and those were like, like full laps of it was kind of like almost doing a figure eight uh, using the track in a figure eight orientation, you know, launching down the, the South side of the two and then go shooting across kind of like you see most of the FD drivers doing and going around the green box and then shooting back up to the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot. That was pretty much my practice the week leading up to the week of. So when I used the milestones, I had the milestones I got for me to try and 
I got four good, solid, comfortable laps in a row on them. And then the fifth lap I went, and then that's when I kind of, um, the car felt really loose. And I <laughs> I had a feeling the tire had already kind of came apart from the last portion. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I pulled up to the pits and came, you know, got out of the car and the tire was already delammed up the middle. So, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, I got like, a, it was like four or five solid laps out of the tire. So while I had that tire together, it was doing great. But I think on the last lap, I kind of just, and and I actually did cool down laps in between. But the last two laps, I think I I want to say I hot lapped it really quick. So it was kind of like, you know, you're not gonna be able to hot lap it like that at um at Irwindale, you know, in competition. So it's like thinking about it, it's not really gonna happen. But um, still, people were kind of complaining, saying supposedly they do, and I was like, well, I didn't, you know, the way I was testing them, it I didn't really have a problem until after you know, X amount of laps, which realistically it's like, if you can get that many laps out of tire with 700 horsepower, it's kind of a good thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's about, you know, for going to the tire that I was on, um, the Achilles lasted me a little bit longer. So, but I also kind of, I did the same test. I I tested the tires at 20 PSI each and, um, you know, I was happy with both. So I was just like, you know, I had I actually had both kinds of tires in my trailer for the event just in case because originally I had ordered a bunch of the Achilles, but my order shipment got delayed uh, because of the whole I don't know Amazon for whatever reason dropped the ball. I ordered them like a week before they're supposed to be here, like three or four days before the event, and then it, it got pushed back to like the following Monday. Yeah, they do. So that. That's when I was like, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, and it was like, well, the thing is, I ordered tires like for practice weeks before from the same vendor, and it was they came like two, three days they were there. Um, so I was like, cool, I'll just you know order some more, and, and you know, and yeah, then that happened, and it was like, I started panicking. I was like, do I need tires? And I was able to get hooked up with a uh, Rutina. Actually, was able to hook me up with uh, the guy from Allstar, uh, Lonzo, Lonzo. Yeah. And um, we were able to, he was able to get me set up on a tire, so it was cool. Um, so, you know, go, going into the event, I felt comfortable because it's like, cool, I'm going on a tire that I tested. Because that was the one thing I didn't want to show up on an untested tire, you know what I mean? So I was glad I was able to test both tires and I actually had both tires on my trailer in case I needed to use them. Um, but I, you know, I, I was using the Mile Stars and I was, I was happy with them. I, I think, it, you know, I had a lot of, a lot of things that I probably should have, well, one that I should have tried to this, I should have addressed, but I just, with the time, amount of time that I had and the way everything was going is like, I, I couldn't really fix everything how I wanted to, you know, basically I, I test the week before, which wasn't my idea, but that was, it was either that or don't test. And it's like, I'm not going to show up and not test. Yeah, I so, know. That's, that's something I don't want to happen because that shit can go south real fast yeah yeah exactly i mean imagine if i would have showed up to Irwindale with a problem i was having at willow except for it would have been twice as worse and then i would have been in the pits playing with it at the pits i would have got less seat time i mean it was overall not a great event for me but i was just happy to get out there and drive because i hadn't driven too much in so long and then felt like the tandem drive and the other drivers you know, it was just a lot of fun. At that point, I was having fun, and I kind of just forget about everything. 
till we got to qualifying. <laughs> and then that's when it got frustrating again. <laughs> but uh what do you are you gonna get seat time in between this this round? These two rounds? Like before yeah, round two? Yeah, well yeah, between round two. What kind of seat Yeah, time? I gotta fix Huh? Like Adams or like Willow? Willow. Willow Springs. Got yeah, it. I don't I don't like Adams. Adams is too small. <laughs> and you know, last time I went there my car just obviously decided to break both half shafts, so I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably do Willow. Try to see if there's any like, um, hopefully some kind of events going on in between. Maybe like, ah, uh, uh, they do those events at um, Willow, like it was a Slide Factory or some of those. Try to catch one of those events, maybe just so I can get some like driving with other drivers in. I'm not a big fan of Grange. I won't really waste my time going there. The Adams, the worst comes to worst. Maybe I'll go to Adams, but I, I won't even waste my time at Grange. Yeah, uh, uh, I, it good. It's good to like help you maneuver your car into the right spots. So kind of helps with line since it's such a like tight track. Which one, uh, Grange? Either Grange or Adams. Or this, at least that's I, my view on it. Yeah, like it does Adams, keep you. I'm, yeah, I'm more comfortable with Adams because I know the track and I know usually know where all the bad spots are to stay away from. Where Grange is like. Fuck, dude, there's, like, mean old potholes. and You remember what happened to Parker's car before that good even rear-ended him? He destroyed a wheel on the fucking... on the rumble strip or right where it dropped off. It's, I don't know. I'd rather not damage parts when I'm trying to focus more on seat time. And then... So, uh, plus, yeah. that, that other car that that I bought, um, I finally got all the handbrake shit for it, so now I just got to install it. So nice. I can actually take that car to Adams, you know, so I have a, another car I can go drive and, you know, it's not 700 horsepower. It's not going to cost me a lot of money to take it out there. Yeah. And you could drive it there. <laughs> I could drive it there if I want to. I'll probably trailer it just in case. Cause I always have bad luck with breaking shit <laughs> <laughs> at the track when I don't, it's like when I have a trailer and I don't use it, something happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, planning to do that though. And then do you plan on making any changes to the car? Yeah. The, only changes, um, obviously the shifter, the sequential that I've had sitting on my closet for what, like six months now or whatever it's been. Yeah. So definitely going to get that in, um, fix the seat thing for tech. Um, and then obviously my issue of the tires rubbing up front, which is it's kind of my fault. I went to a 10 and a half inch rim on the front, um, would have preferred a 10 inch rim, but the wheels that I got were all 10 and a half. And what I wanted to do this year was run a square wheel setup because I hate it in the past. I hated carrying uh, specific wheels for the front. You know, you got your like 18 nines and your 18 tens. And um, it was kind of annoying because I, you know, I'd bring two wheels, I'd two wheels that are on the car, the two front wheels. And then I'd bring two spares. Oh, and, okay. um, so it was just kind of irritating because then I have like different sizes. And then if I was running out of tires and was like, well, I'll use the spare fronts, but then there's smaller tires, you know? So this year I was like, you know, when we were changing the wheel setup up, I was like, I'd like to get square wheels. And I got a really good uh, deal on all these wheels, two different sets of wheels actually from Robles. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, they're 10, five, let me test it. And, you know, I test fitted on the car in my garage and I was putting it full lock without a tire 
and everything looked good. I put a tire on it and everything looked good. Like I was like, okay, I need to back it off a little bit because my car actually, my car actually has a lot of steering angle that I have to, we have to just take it out because it's too much regardless. So, you know, backing it off was easy, but you know, everything tends to flex when you're actually loading it up and driving. Mm-hmm. So I knew I needed a test day because I wasn't going to want to test that. And, and of course, that's what happened. So that's going to be one of the issues I address. So I, I can throw it at lock freely and not have to worry about it doing what it was doing. Um, we did weigh the car too at a, a drift, uh, drift league. You know, they had the scales there. So from last season, we were down 100 and I think it was like 140 pounds. <laughs> which is good. Um, but I still see a couple more areas I can take weight out of the car. So I'm going to try to focus on that. It's not much. Uh, my brakes, I got like a 14-inch brake setup. We're going to go back down to a 13-inch setup because uh, the rotors on my car, the front rotors are 25 pounds each. It's pretty crazy. They're GT500, Shelby GT500 rotors too. So yeah. in case people are thinking like, what setup I have, like they're heavy-ass fucking rotors, just know it. You know, I don't want to go spend a thousand dollars on lightweight rotors, so I was just gonna go back down to Cobra brakes. Was a you know a little save. I think it saved like fifteen pounds or something like that. But so that um, I think that's about it, man. I think I just got to change the oil in the car, and that's it. Ready to ready to go. All right, that sounds good, man. Well, best of luck to you this season, and hopefully you get that seat time, the much needed seat time. But we'll do. Hopefully, you get your car running so we can go get some seat time together. <laughs> uh, we're it's on hold right now until all this shit blows over, so I can start spending money again. Oh uh, so, yeah, that's right. I yeah. Forgot about that. Yep. So, but alrighty then, sir. You have a good night, man. All right, man. All you right. too. Bye.